What's up, lovey doveys? Back on the mic with another podcast. I took a little bit of a break. I apologize for that, but I wanted to improve the quality of audio as best as I could. I say best as I could because I wasn't going to go out and spend thousands of bucks on audio equipment, but I did what I could to improve the sound, and I have a new headset with a noise-canceling mic that attaches to it, and this little slider thingamajiggy. It's got some sliders on it and a volume knob. I'm not even sure what it's called, to be honest with you. But the audio has improved. I've listened to it, and it sounds much better to me. I hope it sounds better to you guys as well. So on today's podcast, this episode is going to touch on single phasing. What it is, it's quite simple, actually. And a few of my experiences with single phasing. One just happened yesterday. Now, let's hope this podcast and my experiences can help you guys out. Stay tuned, guys. The HVAC Know It All podcast. I'm your host, Gary McCready. So, guys, what is single phasing? It's actually very simple. Essentially, single phasing is when you have a three phase circuit and you lose one leg of power in that three phase circuit. You go from three phases down to one phase. Now that is called single phasing. It can happen from a blown fuse. If you have a three-phase building, three-phase supply to a building, and one leg of that supply goes down, you can single phase a whole building, which is not good. Not good at all. I've seen it happen, and it can take out motors and compressors and pumps. So essentially, that's what single phasing is. Three legs of power, three phases, and when you lose one leg of power, you reduce down to a single phase. Now, I should probably mention, too, that when checking three-phase power, you don't want to have a variance of any more than 2% across phases. So let's say you're looking at a three-phase 208 machine, all right? You go across first phase, 200 volts, go across the second phase, 200 volts, go across the third phase, and you're at 190 volts. Well, that 2%, you're outside of that 2%. That's not good. That can cause problems with that machine. So that's another thing you got to look for. That's not single phasing per se, but we're outside of the 2% variance. So I'm going to talk about some stories coming up. Stay tuned, guys. So guys, I got three individual cases of single phasing I'd like to speak to you about. And the first one takes me back many, many years, but I remember it um, vividly. Well, I wouldn't say vividly, uh, but I remember it pretty well. And I must have been a fourth or fifth year apprentice at the time. And I was responding to a service call. And I probably didn't have, well, it probably wasn't justified for me to go on this call because it wasn't your typical service call. This was a no cooling call, but this was a call for a customized wind tunnel where they tested airplane sensors. They take this wind tunnel and 
they take the properties of air and do all kinds of different things to it. Cool it, heat it, dry it, make it really, really wet, and pass this, this air over, over top of these airplane sensors to test them out. It's quality control, right? So I responded to the call, and this big, huge MyCom open drive compressor was sitting out in this self-contained shed, like a custom-built shed just for this machine. And it was sitting in the parking lot. It was big. And outside the shed was the condenser. Now, I don't remember if it was a four-fan or a six-fan condenser, but it was a condenser. It was a horizontal condenser, uh, nonetheless. So I get there, and immediately I'm intimidated looking at this thing. But I fumbled my way through, and I found that the high-pressure switch was open. It was, it was a manual reset. So I pushed it in, like any other apprentice would do. Hey, let's just push that button. So I pushed it in. The thing fired up, scared the hell out of me when it did, and it began to run, 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 whichever. Anyway, so I stuck my gauges on it, and I didn't know what the, what the pressures were supposed to be on this thing, because they did all kinds of crazy stuff in this wind tunnel, and it wasn't like a constant load or, or the load stayed the same for every application, it always changed. So I didn't really know what they were doing on the evaporator side of things. All I knew is that the head pressure wasn't coming anywhere near close to the cutout set point on the high pressure switch. That was cool. All the condenser fans were running. Cool, it wasn't dirty. The condenser wasn't dirty. Not, not, not at all. So I'm like, what the hell? What's happened here? I, it seems to be running. I sat there and watched it for an hour. And they continued to run. They were running their tests. Everything was good. So I left. A couple days later, I get a call from, um, I believe it was my service manager that went back and did a call back on the machine. And he called me and he said, did you know one of the fuses were blown? For the condenser? And I said, no. No, I didn't. I said, all the fans were running. This was a three-phase... Uh, all the fans in the condenser were three-phase. Okay? So, and when I was there, they were all running. Every single one of them. But he responded to the call and told me that one of the fuses were blown and the fans were only spinning at about... 50% of the speed that they were supposed to be running at. So he replaced the fuse, couldn't find any shorts, any problems, and everything was good. Fans came up, full speed, and I guess if I checked the amp draw of the fan, I maybe would have noticed something different, but like I said, I was a fourth or fifth year apprentice. I was intimidated, and I didn't check, and that's my fault. One thing you should always do if you're having problems with a machine is check the incoming power to make sure it's correct. That's the first thing you should always do. 
Now, I should have also checked the ant draw of the fans. That probably would have gave me some indication that something was going on. But the fact is, we had a single-phase condition. And the fans continued to run. Which blows my mind, because I've had cases where it's the exact opposite. And I'm going to talk about two of those cases coming up in a minute. So that was one case of single-phasing that I came across. One fuse blew out of three fuses because a single phase condition and the condenser fans continue to run. So you guys need to watch out for that because sometimes the motor will continue to run even though it's in a single phase condition. When I first got my Testo 552 digital micron gauge, I was getting some negative feedback when I posted pictures online, but let me tell you right now, that negative feedback was because an older version had some sensor problems. That sensor has been upgraded since then. Okay, I use mine all the time, and I've never had a problem with it. I get down below 500 microns easily, not an issue. One thing I'll urge you to do is to get a vacuum coupler and keep the micron gauge upright so you don't get any system oil in there to contaminate it but the micron gauge works awesome so a couple of years ago i got a call from my dispatcher that one of the buildings that i take care of had a fire alarm had a smoke alarm in the middle of the night and the fire trucks had to show up facilities on-call person had to get out of bed and go in. They were upset. But, I mean, that's life. No one, no one likes to get out of bed and go to work in the middle of the night. But if that's part of your job description, I mean, that, that's part of life. Anyways, I show up to the service call, and I find that the blower motor for the rooftop, it's pretty crispy. It's burnt out. Now, I've been into buildings before where blower motors have failed. And there's no smoke, but you can smell the burnt windings. You got that odor, right? So what I think happened here is that the blower motor failed, but it failed slowly, continued to run, and pumped smoke down into the space. That is my educated guess. I wasn't there when it happened, so I don't know for sure. But going from experience... This is the conclusion that I came to. Now, I did find one fuse blown for that machine. It could have been the blower motor that took it out. Okay. Uh, but I also did find a dead compressor. Very coincidental. So this is what I think happened. I think the compressor tried to start. I think the compressor took the fuse out and the blower motor began to the single phase. Now, it's hard to say if the internal overload of the motor was working or not because I wasn't there. But what I think may have happened is that blower motor was single phasing. It went off internals. It cycled on internals a bunch of times. And each time it came on, the motor got hotter, hotter. The windings broke down even more. And eventually, we let the smoke out. We all know the joke, right? Don't let the smoke out. You can't put the smoke back in once you let it out. And it pumped the smoke downstairs. So 
like I said, compressor, took the fuse out, single phase the blower motor. Blower motor continued to run, hot, cycled on internals. And hey, the internal overload might have failed. It might have cycled so many times through the night that it might have failed. It might have failed and that motor just caught. Caught a little fire and blew the smoke downstairs. That That is what I think happened. I can't come to any other conclusion. It's just too coincidental to me that there's a dead compressor in the same unit where the blower motor went on fire and blew smoke downstairs. Because I'll tell you, if it was the blower motor winding that took out the fuse, the blower motor probably would have been dead at that point. So that's why I think the compressor took it out and the blower motor continued to run. So guys, I beta tested the Yellow Jacket P51-870 Titan Digital Manifold. This thing is durable. It's rugged. Obviously, it's precise. Obviously, it's accurate. Comes with a free app. You use the Mantooth app with it. I read a testimonial on an HVAC Facebook group where the tech spoke about using it in the sunlight. And I've had that question. I haven't used it in the sunlight yet. He said he had no problems with it. So guys, check it out. The Yellow Jacket P51-870 Titan Digital Manifold. Okay, so here's a story of single phasing from just yesterday. Now, if you guys follow me on Instagram or Facebook, I posted a short video of me checking some fuses in a fuse box and a disconnect with fuses down in the electrical room. And one of the fuses was blown. The rooftop was in a single phase condition. Now, what happened? I was there doing maintenance. Okay, I shut the machine down so I could change the belt. And... While it was shut down, I put my jumpers across Y and R because I wanted to test out the cooling. So when I turned the machine back on, the blower motor started going back and forth, back and forth, really, really fast, buzzing and humming, and then it shut down about 10, 15 seconds later. The condenser fan ran interesting the compressor even though the contactor pulled in did not run even more interesting what in the world is going on with this machine so i went down i found one fuse blown all right but before i went down to the fuse panel i shut the local disconnect off went down changed the fuse turned the main on came up and started my troubleshooting process. Now, I found that the compressor, three-phase compressor, the windings were inconsistent. We had about 5.8, 5.8, and about 4.6. I don't know if those numbers are exact, but it was in that range. So we had inconsistent windings across the compressor, and it's a three-phase compressor, they should all be very, very similar to each other. So the compressor caused the fuse to blow. But why was the condenser fan running? Well, the condenser fan in the machine is a single-phase condenser fan motor with a, a run capacitor attached. So the two legs of power going out to that fan weren't interrupted. 
right? We only lost one leg of power out of three. The two legs of power going out to that fan weren't interrupted. So the condenser fan ran no problem. The blower motor was a three-phase blower motor. It tried to start. It ran forward, backward, forward, backward. And it was like an eighth of a turn. Eighth of a turn. And it did this for about 10, 15 seconds. Then shut down on internals. Now, if that continued to happen over and over and over again, that motor would have suffered the same fate as the other motor that I explained earlier. It would have burnt itself out. But the other motor, I think, for some reason, continued to run and pump smoke down into the building. This one didn't. Back and forth, back and forth, loud hum, loud buzz, shut off in internals. So single phasing is not good. That's the whole point of this. So you guys got to watch out for single phasing. And if you see it, if you see a single phase condition and you think it's single, shut the power off right away. Right away. And go check your power source. Because single phasing, it will cause a lot of problems. I mean, you could single phase a brand new rooftop, brand spanking new, and take out the compressor, take out the blower, all in about a minute or less. So single phasing is a real problem, guys. So you guys got to watch out for it and make sure that if you encounter it, kill that power right away so you don't cause further damage and go check your main power source. You guys have an awesome day. All right. It's good to be back on the mic. Happy HVACing. So the basic refrigeration cycle. It's extremely important to know if you want to be good at the HVAC trade. Very, very important. A lot of guys out there, they pretend to know it, but they don't know it like they should. All right. So guys, keep listening to this podcast. I'm going to touch on the four basic components of the refrigeration cycle, and I'm going to throw in one accessory that I feel is the most important. And I'm going to hit you with a part of the system where refrigerant flows in two different directions. Some of you guys know what that is already, but a lot of you don't. So keep listening if you want to find out. This is the HVAC Know-It-All podcast, and I'm your host, Gary McCready.